0: our podcast within a podcast pottering around the last boat to arrive at the castle we are three muggles who have never read hogwarts history uh my name is sarah and i'm joined by bj and spencer how are y'all doing
1: hey Sarah, doing well i'm um, doing quite well though i do want to uh suggest maybe a different intro okay because it would be a potter cast within a podcast
0: oh it could be a potter cast within a podcast <laughs> Um, I will say in the, I think in the very last book, I think I'm right about this, um, there is a sort of very small subplot that is Potterwatch.
2: Hmm,
0: okay. I might have made that Sarah. up.
2: <laughs> Sarah, I will also now dispute the label of Muggle because I took a sorting hat twiz this week and so I am apparently a new entry student at Hogwarts. As did
0: we all. Did you take the wand? Um, do the wand ceremony?
2: Uh, no, I actually just got the page that said what house it was, and then I didn't seem to link any further. Is there more information I can get get from this? So
0: you can go back to Pottermore and to your, um, sort of profile, and you can, Mm -hmm. at the same time, read more about your Hogwarts house. You can also find out what your Patronus is, which you will not know what that is until book three. Um, you can get your wand... And then you can mm. find out what house you are in the North American wizarding school.
2: I have a lot of things now to go through <laughs> as I'm looking through this. Huh. Should I wait on some of this until we've gotten farther into the first book? or
0: I would... Spoilers ahoy. So I would wait. I would maybe do the wand, um, but mm. I would wait on the Patronus until you kind of know what a Patronus is.
2: Yeah, that's just a word to me right But now. I will <laughs> say, so... <laughs> that's just so a to me right now. Like Lee,
0: and, <laughs> Lee and I did all of these tonight while we were having our first drink. And um, we did the sorting house quiz uh, because I had to make sure that I got what I thought I was going to get. But we also <laughs> went through to do the Patronuses. And this is gonna be a little bit of a crossover to Whiskey on the Weekends, but independent of anything else, and I'm sure that there are a lot of, like there is there is no way to have predicted this based on the questions that he was asked. Um, Lee's Patronus, which is essentially a spirit animal, was an orangutan.
2: Dear Christ, you're making that up. <laughs> I'm That's really, impressive.
0: I'm really, really not.
2: I donated money to that man for his birthday for the purpose <laughs> of orangutan enclosure, and, and the Harry Potter quiz picked that for him? It me?
0: really did. It was astonishing.
2: Wow. Well, that is just a credit to the accuracy intuitiveness of this particular series of quizzes. Really. So, fan base, trust <laughs> that they are accurate. They will give you your magical fortune-telling in terms of your house, your Patronus, whatever the hell that is. Your wand, all kinds of varied material, and
0: it was a fun quiz to take. It was also. Uh, do
2: we want to? Oh, go ahead, Spencer. Hmm? I'm sorry. No, no, please go. On well, down.
0: I was just gonna say, I think in a in a sort of previous version of this, I told you that it was like pretty easy to get what you thought you were going to get on the quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I the like quiz has changed. Feel like you really need changed. to know.
1: Okay, I was gonna say either that or you need to know Harry Potter really well.
0: Or I took a. Bu- so I know I've taken the Pottermore quiz before, but it might have changed. But I also might have taken like some sort of BuzzFeed or something that was actually really easy. Um, but this was you, not. Are you saying this is that you're like only
1: taking two quizzes to find out what house you'd be sorted
2: in? Oh, no, there are multiples. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> there are many <laughs> and wide varied. There's a internet out there. <laughs> okay,
2: just, just well, checking. I can say, because several of my family members seeing me take this then went and took it themselves. There are different sets of questions on this quiz. Yes.
0: Interesting. Some of, them, some of them do span across quiz, at least in my sort of two-person poll mm-hmm. that we had. Um, but there are some mm-hmm. different ones across them.
1: Did your dad
2: and what? mom take it?
0: No, but uh, no. Oh. No, they didn't. I, I wish Spencer's. I had done it this. Oh, sorry.
2: It's okay. <laughs> my parents I, were here this weekend. I had, oh. I had three separate family members take it. Okay. Uh, my mom, <laughs> my sister, and my brother-in-law. <laughs> You, I like you I to, like how you, you
1: I asked you about two of your family members and you said well I had three take it
2: and <laughs> then nothing sorry you know good radio uh,
1: okay um, so yeah oh and and Sarah your your parents re- refused I feel like they would I feel like you would have made them take it before
0: no I just didn't think about it while they were here this weekend we did tarot card readings more in line <laughs> with
2: the uh, witches in portal yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah I, I I briefly had the slightest. Very obviously wrong thought in my head that they refused to take us. They didn't want to do the the magic stuff. And then you said, no, we did tarot card readings. Like, okay, right. My head's back on strike.
0: No, no, I did not sort of spring from this family. of.
2: I know that, but it was first. That's why mine went first. All right. So Spencer,
1: quickly before we get into uh, the recap and then Mm -hmm. our sorting, what was your mom?
2: My mom was Hufflepuff.
1: (laughs) That's perfect. Your
2: sister? Uh, Was Ravenclaw. Okay.
0: And your brother-in-law?
2: Was Gryffindor. Okay. Okay. All right. We are a diverse collection. Interesting. Well, Um,
0: before Mm -hmm. we get to ours, are we ready for the recap of Chapter 7?
1: Did you want to talk about your food
0: first? Um, so, well, I will, actually, because it it ties in. It's not, like, super... Actually, this food was not, like, super exciting, but my parents were here Mm -hmm. this weekend, and so... I made about half of the things from the, um, the uh, sort of back to school ceremony that they do um, yeah. that comes in the, fe- the back the to school feast, essentially. And so I made a sort of like toned down version of the back to school feast. And I did the sort of classic roast chicken and I did the peas and I did the glazed carrots and I did the rolls. Um, and, and peppermint
1: I- humbugs are a real thing.
0: So they are, I bought all of the things for them, but I did not make them (laughs) (laughs) because the recipe that I had was for like several dozen of them. And I was like, I don't know that I need. That's a lot of investment. Yeah. Several dozen of these. But I do think my impression of them is that they are sort of like those after dinner mints that Mm -hmm. you get at sort of restaurants that are those kind of airy things.
1: That's kind of what it it sounded.
0: Okay. That was my impression. I don't know. I guess I could make them and find out. But So we had our own little Hogwarts feed and it was delightful. (laughs) Although I had to make it all instead of house elves, so
2: that sucks. <laughs> or apparently, or apparently magic conjuration. If I'm reading the book, reading this chapter, right? Wait till book three, four. Oh, <laughs> are there servants behind the scenes that the food's being teleported? Don't in. worry Isn't
0: about it, Spencer.
1: Interesting.
2: What kind of slave cast is working behind the scenes in this? thing? You'll find out in, just in hidden from the world in the, the future.
1: Elves. They're very. I have a sudden Spencer. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. They're very well mentored and. <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm reading book two now of Broken Earth. That label is getting increasingly accurate for where that character is going. Mm-hmm.
1: You mean abuser?
2: No, no. <laughs> As, okay, we're not going to talk about Broken Earth, Harry Potter podcast, but we will have some off camera. Yep. Okay. All right, is the timer ready?
1: We're not doing that. So, so we start out with a feast.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so we're in chapter seven called "The Sorting Hat." And uh, Professor Professor McGonagall meets the first years at the front door and they all enter Hogwarts Castle for the very first time. Pretty overwhelmed at the entrance hall, I would say. Um, McGonagall gives them some sort of marching orders and maybe a little bit of a sense of what they are coming up against and tells them about the sorting ceremony which puts each student into one of the four houses Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, or Slytherin. Um, But there does seem to be a fair amount of confusion around what actually happens at this sorting ceremony if it's a test or some sort of trial by fire or what that is. All is forgotten at that moment as ghosts come pouring in through the walls and all of the first years are then taken into the great hall. And the sorting ceremony begins with a hat on a stool that sings and it sings a song about each of the houses and sort of what traits define those who are sorted into them. It turns out that the sorting ceremony is you put the hat on your head and it tells you where you're supposed to be. Uh, We go through a whole bunch of students being sorted and Harry's rising panic in that moment before Hermione is sorted into Gryffindor, much to Ron's displeasure, as is Neville. Malfoy, on the other hand, is put resoundingly into Slytherin. Uh, It is finally Harry's turn and a little voice in his ear when he puts the hat on starts deliberating about where to put him. Uh, It seems to be leaning towards Slytherin. Harry is not exactly excited about that, so he is eventually put into Gryffindor, as is Ron, if anyone cares. And Dumbledore then gives a not at all opening speech and the food literally appears on the table. We meet the Gryffindor ghost, nearly headless Nick. Um, Near the end of the feast, Harry happens to glance up at the high table and has a flash of pain along his scar when he looks at a teacher named Snape. Dumbledore gives his actual beginning of term announcements, which, you know, the third floor corridor is off limits in the forbidden forest is as well for a lot of various different reasons ending in painful deaths and then the school song occurs in any number of tempos and keys and off to bed with a chance encounter with Peeves the poltergeist they head to the gryffindor common room and fall into bed with potentially some very strange and startling dreams cool
1: i like it so i find it fascinating that the first thing that a new school does is put children into class. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, it
0: is, it's, um, transparent. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) happen anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Let's just get it out of the way in a public ceremony.
2: Yeah. What's interesting exactly after how I went to law school, that law student the very beginning for the class is that you are put into a group and every single class will be with that group. All social events will be with that social group. So uh, yeah, this is very much my experience of graduate school.
0: But is it based on sort of intrinsic characteristics?
2: Uh, I'm guessing darts at a wall, (laughs) which I'm hoping the hat had a better criteria than that when it was picking these people, but
0: can't be sure. So that's where we are. Now we all got sorted this week. We did. Um, Mm -hmm. Do we want to talk about those results now? Sure. Okay, um, I I, feel... I can I can start. I have been very clear about the fact that I am a Ravenclaw, and <laughs> which, taking which the test fit. again today verified that I am a Ravenclaw. <laughs> You're very
1: Ravenclaw.
2: I was so glad to have this song to know, to give me some final idea of what these houses are about and what traits are governing for why people are assigned to them. Now I've got at least a vague idea of what these things mean. It's
0: helpful, right? So what mm-hmm. what did you learn about the various houses, Spencer?
2: Uh, well, that I had a bit of a background based on the names as to what to expect out of them. Okay. But I mean, from the... From the song, the Gryffindors are uh, described as being brave at heart, daring, full of nerve and chivalry. Hufflepuffs are just and loyal, patient and true. Ravenclaws have wise minds, wit and learning, and Slytherins. That one they're almost willfully ambiguous about. (laughs) That one says that basically just cunning folk will use any means to weave their ends. So those little one-sentence descriptors give me a pretty reasonable idea of what these... Of what to expect of the various characters based on where they're assigned. Yeah.
1: So I would say that um, Slytherin is very much on the renegade side of everybody else's paragon.
2: Uh, having Mass Effect comparisons really helped me understand the <laughs> Thank you, BJ.
1: Um, and I, I have a feeling that their dialogue is going to be about as good.
2: <laughs> BJ, where'd you end up?
1: Um, so, honestly, somewhat surprisingly, I ended up in Gryffindor.
0: What were you expecting, nice. BJ?
1: Um, I was expecting Ravenclaw.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I think I ended up in Gryffindor because I wanted people to st- tell stories of the awesome things that I did after I died. <laughs> and that was like the only thing that uh, moved me into one category or the other. That so, kind
0: of pushed you over the edge, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there was one other thing. It was just like, do you want to save like a cure for a disease, something that you don't know what it is, or student records? And I was like, I don't give a shit about that,
0: student records. That was the question you got? <laughs> yeah <laughs> these tests were very different uh there's a lot of variety
1: of these questions yeah. yeah so so i have a feeling that you know if i took it a statistically reasonable number of times that um gryffindor would be a large percentage but probably not the majority
0: okay what about you Spencer?
2: Uh, I took it twice because okay. I was curious. After I saw that the questions were different, and I did see—I think it was three different permutations of the quizzes. At least there were different questions each of the, each uh, two times I took it, and different questions and when one of my my family members took mm-hmm. it. Uh, first time I was in Ravenclaw, okay. which was very unexpected based on what everyone has told me. <laughs> no
0: one has. Pre- well, really, you do have a lot of qualities that are important to Ravenclaw no one has predicted you to be in Ravenclaw
2: not a soul <laughs> ever
1: I mean it's more for the amusement than like
2: where we actually think you well, do well you'll you'll be happy to know on the second permutation I was firmly in Hufflepuff <laughs> so I'm apparently riding the line between those two houses
0: I think that's probably fair
2: <laughs> so are you a Ravenpuff or a Huffleclaw ooh I think I'm going with Huffleclaw. I like that one better. Okay.
0: okay. Now, I will tell you that I also made Lee take it today, and he was, as expected, a Gryffindor as well.
2: So we have no immediate family members that are ending up in House Slytherin. Good to know, from what I'm picking up about Draco Malfoy being very much at home in that house. I have a
1: feeling that <laughs> Levi would do his best to end up in
2: Slytherin.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and then we could give him a redemption arc, or not, as the case mm. may be.
1: More wandering off into the Forbidden Forest arc, but Mm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: more to to his uh, preference.
2: Well, BJ, BJ, were there any any words that you found particularly interesting in this uh, chapter of ours?
1: Um, So I was actually thinking about doing something else. I mean, she does keep up with the alliteration, which was kind of entertaining. Ickle Mm -hmm. comes through yet again, um, which was kind of fun. I also liked that there was a... A name Mimsy Porpington, which I thought was a a particularly good <laughs> one.
0: Good Nicholas um, de Mimsy Porpington the yes. Third.
1: Uh no third. Um he's just the, I'm gonna go with the m- resident house. I'm gonna girls. go with nearly headless <laughs> <Yes>, neck. <nearly laughs> <head-headless laughs> um but but yeah, there are co- some other entertaining things. I thought that um Dead Dragon was a little bit funny for the uh how to get into their dorm. Oh yeah. Caput Draconis. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, just things that entertain me in general. But I figured I'd do a segment that's going to be immediately out of date because I don't publish this immediately. But <laughs> Harry Potter in the... Because okay. Harry Potter's been in the news recently, which is Hello. hilarious. How so? So there were two things that put Harry Potter in the news in the past week or two. And both of them were interesting, shall we say. <laughs> Um, so, one, um, was, was a little bit less entertaining and more just kind of, um, unfortunate, but, um, there's a whole big thing about Jeffrey Epstein donating a lot of money to MIT. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there was a big scandal along with this, and in, apparently, internal emails, since they didn't want to use his name, given the, uh, baggage... Associated with it, um, they referred to him as "He Who Must Not Be Named" oh, or <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
2: I'm sure J.K. Rowling would really oh, appreciate it if they'd man. not done that.
1: So, so that was pretty, pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard that. I think I initially heard that on NPR, and I, I, I started uh, laughing in my car and figured I, ha- I had to uh, bring this to to everybody's attention. Um, it is a bit unfortunate, but also kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um,
0: well
2: done, BJ. I hadn't
0: noticed that. <laughs>
1: and then there was another one. Oh boy. Um, and and I'm gonna make you guys you know take a quick guess. Um, you may if you've heard it, you know that th- that's fine. But Harry Potter was recently banned from a school library. It, it is was a, a Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Um, And so my question to you guys is, why? Why do you think it was banned from this Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee?
2: I'm assuming it's not going to be the obvious answer of, you know, witchcraft, consorting with the devil, that kind of classic reasons it's been banned previously. Make a guess, Spencer.
1: And then Sarah, you can go and then I will tell you.
2: I'm going to go willfully wrong and say that it's consorting with magic and all the occult and everything else along those lines. It's the most likely but clearly wrong, otherwise you wouldn't have brought it up. Sarah?
0: Um, so I read a little bit about this, but I can't remember if I'm right or not, but that there are actual curses and spells. Yup. In it?
1: Yup. <laughs> what? Harry Potter books <laughs> away from school library because they contain, quote, real curses and spells. <laughs>
0: Oh come the fuck off! And that uh, now I am I am on an article that says and that reading them risked conjuring evil spirits.
1: <laughs> the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. Oh my that god! That is a quote from a reverend. And that just okay. I thought that was like the best thing ever because. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's Hundreds. any. I, satire is clearly dead.
2: <laughs> I mean, how many millions of copies of this book, of these book series are in print? You think that if these were actual effective curses that were at risk of conjuring spirits the way he says, someone would have complained about it in an Amazon review before. <laughs> or celebrated an Amazon review. Conjured a spirit of a dead demon. Five stars. Good day.
1: I don't know what to tell you guys, but I just thought that was a wonderful thing that happened in the past week or so, in reference to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Apparently it is very much real, according to uh, some people within the Catholic Church.
0: Well, now I am even more pleased that I, today, volunteered to participate um, in some of Chapel Hill's Banned Book Week um, festivities, so I can go out and spread the good word. Awesome. What a... What
2: are the band week festivities? Actually, I actually don't know about this. Um, so
0: they have a couple of things. I'm not sure all of what goes on, but I know that they have commissioned some local artists to make trading cards um, of banned books. Um, but they also are doing, and what I what I volunteered for, is that they are doing a sort of pop-up shop along Frank- Franklin Street that carries banned books, and they need people to man it. So I'm going to ban a banned book shop uh, next week. Very cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So what I really want to happen is some kid takes these trading cards into school shows their friends and they immediately get taken away because it's a school and that's what they do Mm -hmm. and just the irony would be lovely
0: or maybe maybe they make a black hole to try and get one of the rare cards back
2: that would be problematic (laughs) we're taking portals between stories as we go through this one podcast (laughs) and thank you for the third one spencer (laughs) i'm trying um So, so we'll go on
0: yeah, Spencer. Sorry, Sarah? No, I was yeah. just going to pivot.
1: Go on to our next station, Spencer.
2: Okay, well, newbie's Notes. Uh, a few things struck me very interesting about this chapter. Uh, a few just struck me as comic, that this book is set in England, of where health and safety is God. But apparently that does not apply in the magic world at all. Of where apparently sufficient safety instructions to students are, eh, don't go in the third wing, you'll die. That That is very not in compliance with health and safety standards that are normal in the UK, but it very much abused me that that's apparently the norm when it comes to the wizarding World of where a certain element of constant risk of death, transfiguration, or the other element increasingly altered future life uh, are just the norm that everyone's perfectly fine to go along with, with nothing more than a shrug of where, eh, okay, we can't go in the third wing this year because there's a sudden risk of death.
0: It so, might it, also be mm-hmm. that because we're in fiction, we have a little bit of Chekhov's Corridor coming on here.
2: You know, <laughs> a, a, <laughs> Chekhov's Quarter, I like that. Yes, very much that. I'm assuming that both this dark forest and that corridor will play an incredible degree of importance in this book or the next go. and I'm looking forward to them. Another thing that's so very interesting.
1: quickly, mm-hmm. are there any wizard red shirts, Sarah? I don't know what that
0: means.
2: Oh, uh, uh, this,
1: so rip. it's a Star Trek thing, where basically in the original Star Trek, any time um, there were... Uh, a couple main characters and then oh and you two come with me too they always had red shirts and they always died on an away mission
2: oh okay the security the security personnel among the vessel were marked with red shirts and they realized that realistically all of these you know scientist command officers would probably have somebody with a gun with Mm -hmm. them and that guy always died to make to indicate to the audience the situation was
0: dramatic so the way that you're describing them actually kind of not okay um i mean i guess that there are ways that that could be interpreted later on i will say we don't and this is whatever i don't i'm not going to give away sort of who this actually happens to but we don't really get our first death until book four
1: huh. was that the major news story of the death that's fine anyway um <laughs> spencer so so more of your new piece notes
2: Uh, Another thing I found interesting and just brought to mind an interesting thing that happens with adaptations of fantasy works of where songs are a big thing in this chapter. The song of the Sorting Hat, the song introducing the the, um, students to the school. Mm -hmm. And that's true in a lot of fantasy works that I enjoy of where songs are a big part of Game of Thrones. They're a big part of Lord of the Rings. They're a big part of the Kingkiller Chronicles. Song is a key part of many aspects of fantasy. And so many adaptations just don't include them of where having watched the first movie i don't remember the sorting hat singing a song no i don't remember there being a welcome to hogwarts song yeah I, looking at game of thrones until the most recent season nobody really sang a song despite the songs being a key aspect of that. i mean you need the ed
1: sheeran hmm? to do something so
2: <laughs> he sang one song briefly and the entire fan base made fun of the fact that he showed up so apparently they weren't into it um <laughs> In Lord of the Rings, songs are a very consistent background, um, but there's really only one noticeable moment in the adaptation. So It just kind of struck me as interesting that so many directors of these fantasy works or directors or writers think that audiences won't appreciate songs sung by the characters when they're put on the screen unless it's like in the context of a musical. That's just a really interesting adaptation choice that I hadn't really noticed before I was reading this chapter. So, that's one note. Uh, and last. I'll I'll do these last two briefly. Another another brief one. Apparently wizards are really, really good about keeping secret. There's just a cultural touchstone that wizards will keep secrets to their dying breath. And that they somehow kept the sorting hat secret universally from all of these new students coming in, regardless if they came from wizarding families. And the doors to apparently these compounds, which are utterly secure other than to members of these orders, are by simple passwords. But again, they're absolutely kept secret. So it really does seem like there's a cultural building among the wizarding community that if you are told something secret or there is something secret as part of an order you are with, you keep that secret. There is no Twitter or Reddit or whatever else that you immediately go and blab about on. So that strikes me again as interesting. And last thing, and this is, again, I don't think it was something that one movie very better I've seen, but I found it very interesting that the hat, wearing the sorting hat is a participatory experience of where the hat, apparently on everyone, is talking to you. It's inviting you to participate, and apparently you can help direct its choice. Because as you said, Sarah, it seemed to be very much going toward Harry being in Slytherin and even tried to in some ways represent to him why it might be a good idea for him. But the moment he said no, it went, all right, well, probably would have been a good idea, but fine, Gryffindor, go. So that struck me as interesting, too, that this... Hat that is governing your future is allowing, Harry's the norm, allowing you to participate in what your future will be.
0: And I will say, Spencer, that that point particularly, um, you have hit on something very specific there that becomes a sort of linchpin of um, a lot of Harry's experience and sort of anxiety about being at Hogwarts and kind of where he is and who he is.
2: His identity, as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. I mean, he very much governed his own fate there, and I can see why I could lead one to question whether it was where he was meant to be or not. So curious to see that play out. But that is Newbies Notes, and I have a list of three other questions for you whenever we get to that point, Sarah, about some of these things. Perfect. All right. Sarah, what you got for us?
0: Well, uh, my thing was the food. and That's right. We did yes. the,
2: we, we jumped the gun with Fantastic the Fantastic
0: feasts and where to food them. <laughs> Um, was a feast in my own house that happened with my parents that no one else will experience. So there we are.
2: I got to ask, what was your favorite among the dishes that you made? Honestly,
0: the glazed carrots were really good. Glazed carrots are always good. I do love a glazed carrot.
1: That's so funny. I (laughs) am not a fan of cooked carrots of pretty much any variety except for roasted. Really? Interesting. I don't really like the uh, texture and I don't know, it's just... Sort of one of those weird things. <laughs> I probably would have gone for the uh, roast chicken. The chicken those was are good. Those were done well. They're really yeah,
0: good. It was good. Um, and the peas were good, but I, you know, I don't. I think part of the thing is I, like we really don't eat glazed carrots mm-hmm. ever, so they felt like novelty. Yeah, a little it's bit special. of a novelty. Yeah. A little bit of a sort of. They felt very feast-like.
2: Well, B.J., do we have a collection of questions to uh, barrage Sarah with and make her question the fundamental uh, stability of the world that she's loved so much.
0: Um, if you don't, not... it's fine. Not so many.
2: <laughs> um I think the the
1: biggest question that I sort of had was, um, are there past wizards in other houses that have been evil other than Slytherin?
0: Not that we know of. Or not that I know of anyway. Okay. Um Yeah. Yeah. The evidence guess... that we get in the books anyway is that like wizards that have actually gone bad. Mm-hmm. Um are either in Slytherin or potentially they have come from some other sort of wizardings.
1: Right. Oh, mm. I guess that's another question. So are so these four houses are specific to yes, the UK. Oh, they're mm-hmm. they're, they're not international fraternities. No,
0: they're not. They are very specific. Um,
1: do other schools have sorting hats?
0: Um they have sorting processes, but I don't think they're hats. I think the hat is is very specific to hogwarts and i'm trying to remember there is something about where the hat came from and it might have been it was i think i'm right on this it was godric gryffindor's hat hmm. that they enchanted to be this sort of deliberative body
2: hat you can mess <laughs> with me their magic is it, it mess with me their magic is just literally capable of just creating life like permanent existing maintained through the centuries life that is godly.
0: And yeah. you learn that in the case of this hat, like, it has consciousness throughout the rest of the year.
1: And it just sits sits <laughs> in a room and mm-hmm.
2: does nothing?
0: It makes up its new song.
2: Interesting. <laughs> For the course of the year? So, Man, that's a purgatory existence right there. Yeah, it's it's right. Right. So I feel like we have to
1: sort of brush under the, the rug now, like, abuse of sentient
2: objects. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it, it's we, a
2: thing. We, we covered... A- we covered animal abuse earlier. We're now moving on to moving on to sentient objects.
0: Yeah, I don't yep. know. It's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Spencer.
1: I'll turn it over to you.
2: And uh, ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. Uh, in this world, do all people become ghosts? No. Do they exist forever? Is there a specific degree of triggering events that lead to ghosts? And it is the is it the classic archetype of unfinished business?
0: Um, It's a lot of unfinished business, although I would put it maybe it's a little bit complicated. It's mostly unfinished business or like really, I think in more neutral terms, a sort of reason that you are not ready to leave this world in some way. Um, or an entertaining
1: story of, well, I didn't realize that I was dead and I just went to class <laughs> like normal. Yeah,
0: right. No. Well, <laughs> Professor Benz seems to be... Um, the exception to whatever rule you want to talk about. I will say, Spencer, that we learn more about ghosts, actually, in a specific chapter, chapter in this book. Um, Ooh, We got We go to a ghost party.
2: Man, these ghosts are living it up. Mm. Do, do the ghosts have their own separate wings or other parts of this castle, or do they just simply operate entirely in the realm of the students? So if they
1: had a separate wing that was maze-like, they would be in an endoplasmic reticulum.
2: Oh God, BJ. Well done, but ow. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um. an ectoplasmic reticulum. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. We don't get much of a sense of that, but we do. They kind of do their own thing most of the time. Um,
2: C- clearly, and they're they're still very much aware of every aspect of their life, and are just kind of just kind of continuing on with. Yeah, them.
0: and so we get much more about ghosts in Chapter Ten, Halloween. Um, Appropriate. Yeah. And we learn a little bit more about what they like and don't like and their own little spats that they have among themselves. Um, And so there are a number of ghosts sort of at Hogwarts, but each house also has its own specific ghost.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, didn't a poltergeist show up in the end of this chapter? In terms of ghosts that show up in this. Oh,
0: Peeves! Were, yes.
2: So there, there, there was a diverse realm of ghosts. These are not all perfectly helpful, friendly. I want to share wisdom with the you know newest sprouts that are part of my house kind of ghosts. Casper. There thing. are some. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some Casper's uncles in there too. <laughs> it is. So, that, there's an interesting degree of diversity among the ghost population that they allow to exist in this university. Continuing, again, the health and safety questions I had about how this world operates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
0: Peeves is a real asshole. Good to know. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you got another one, BJ? Um, I think that, well, I also had a
1: ghost question, but I think that was essentially answered. But, Spencer, huh? you had one one more?
2: Yeah, I got one more. I mean, I'll leave out the house. I was going to ask about house traits, but between the song and I'm sure what I'll learn I'll learn more as we go mm-hmm. on, I'll wait to be surprised about that. My, my, my question is about changing houses. Is that how axiomatic is this? Is that once you are assigned, is this without question, without difficulty, without any issue of potential abuse or whatever else, what your home is going to be for your continued tenure? Or is do we know if there's an
0: alternative way of getting out of this or sorting? We have never seen... And never do see anyone who has changed houses. See anybody drop out? Um, we see people leave after their qualifying exams, (laughs) before their final year. Instead of a PhD. Yeah. Well, you get a yeah, something like that.
2: (laughs) Here's your here's your participatory certificate. Congratulations. Yeah. You magician out instead of becoming a full wizard.
0: But yeah, we don't see anyone like specifically drop out. What?
2: Which, again, if Harry Potter's experience is the norm in terms of being able to participate in his own sorting, it does raise interesting questions about what ability you have to control now or going forward. But at this point, I don't know if his was the norm. It seems like other students had varying degrees of time by which they were uh, with the hat, but didn't seem like, unless there's some degree of you know warping of time, that like Draco Malfoy had any chance to participate in his, given the hat kind of barked before he was even on his head.
0: I think Dr- I think the sorting hat intuited Draco Malfoy's intention um, before the hat hit his head.
1: Yeah. And to, to piss off another fandom, I will tell you, Spencer, patience,
2: young Skywalker. More will be revealed <laughs> in the future. Thank you, PJ. I appreciated that very much.
0: Well, on that anyway,
2: note. Well, we, anything else to discuss in this chapter? Or shall we uh, get group back together for when we move on to the next chapter, which I had until my Kindle just shut off here in front of me? <laughs>
0: The Potions Sarah, Master.
2: Named? The Potions Master. Thank you much. Ooh, who I think from what I heard on stage is Snape, right? That's right. Oh, I've know that this character and all of his Alan Rick good- Allen Rick and Goodiness. This will be fun <laughs> to talk
1: about. Exciting times. Alright. Alright. Another fun chapter in the books, as it were. And I'm, we'll throw on our hat for the uh next chapter, next episode.
2: Sounds good. Alright. Well, until then, everybody, we hope you'll keep reading along with us. And uh, we're not going to do the closing this time, I don't think. It's kind of what we were all delaying on ending with because none of us wanted to do it. But you know where to find the material because you found this one, and we'll include the <laughs> closing on a different episode. Always a pleasure. Hope, hope to have you with us next time.
0: All right. Bye, y'all.
1: Have a good night.